0: joined by my beautiful wife Nydia King Jones and I have two boys over there or one here King and now Julian over there with Micah. Um, We're just so appreciative to be able to give communion today. Um, So I've been pondering over the communion for the past few days and saying okay how can I convey what Jesus did for us and how can we convey that? And I talked, got some counsel about it, and I was like, this is not deep enough, you know. It's just so surface level what I was thinking. So last night, I got motivated. I said, hey, I'm going to turn on Passion of Christ while I go to sleep. <laughs> so with—oh, next slide, my bad friend. So yeah, I turned on Passion of the Christ. And what impacted me by watching it was this person who doesn't know me—well, he does, but— I, I couldn't imagine giving my blood, carrying this cross, being mocked, spit on, beat, just for, for somebody else that I don't, I don't even know. But Jesus was willing to give it all up for us, yeah. his blood, his sweat, and to even come down here as a man, be humble enough to do that for us. Yeah. That really touched my heart. Um. Next slide. So, so I did some further research into it. So, Jesus was crucified in a town called—my wife, correct me—is it, it Golgotha, mm-hmm. right outside of the Upper City and Lower City. Uh, right here, mm-hmm. it just made me want to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Um as I was doing that um, I digged into Isaiah's account in Isaiah 53 5 but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our inequities the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed and I don't know about you I make so many Transgressions each and every day or each and every week, and I don't—I still don't understand why Jesus would do that for me. You know, even some people that I love—my wife, my children, and you all, my family. This this man, God, came down and gave up everything for us, and I I still can't understand it. So, like what Michael was saying. The Holy Spirit is moving, y'all. That's all. Uh, he showed us agape love, which agape is a Greek word, for selfless, sacrificial, unconditional love, and it's the highest types of four love in the Bible. So, I'm going to mispronounce these, I already know, but we have Storgy for empathy, uh, philia for like friend, friendly bond or brotherly bond, Eros for romantic, and then you have agape. Um, So what I read was, agape is not based on our emotions, not based on good feelings, uh, attractiveness, anything superficial. God's love is so much bigger than what we think love can be. Um, I think that we just can't have just words. We say, hey, I love you, bro. I love you, sis. Are we are we really checking in? Are we willing really willing to give up our time, our efforts for people who who need God, who need who need support, like God supported us. So, for a further example of that, we can turn to Romans five six through eight. It says, "You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly." Very rarely will anyone die For a righteous person Though for a good person Someone might possibly dare to die But God demonstrates his own love for us In this While we were still sinners Christ died for us um, it's, it's hard to kind of convey But I just remember I just had my spiritual birthday last, What, weekend soup last week? On the floor
1: um,
0: And I just remember How much how much Sin and how much pride that I have And I still do have to this day And again just God just showing this unconditional Love to say hey j I'm going to save you I'm going to save all of you here I'm going to save your wife I'm going to save your children One day Um, I, I just can't put into words What he did for us And I I still sin and I still fall short And God still has love and mercy for me And for all of you All right. So lastly my last One of my last thoughts is We need to imitate Jesus each and every day Um, Not just Again not just in words Not just oh I'm doing this today How are we imitating him What are we doing to Show that love, sacrifice our time And be willing to Turn the other cheek for someone else. Alright, so, so in Ephesians, further to imitate that point is Ephesians 5, 1, 2, it says, follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly love children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So let's just open up our hearts to not be about ourselves, not be about convenience, but actually loving someone else. And like, I'm going to pass it to my wife, Nina. All right.
2: Good morning, everyone. It is so refreshing to stand here and to see everyone. Um, just from this perspective, I want to take a picture. I wish you guys could see just the goodness of God. Because we are all here. Because of what he did and what we're commemorating today. The fact that he came and in the form of a man and he died and he rose again for us. Now, when I think of Resurrection Sunday, um, I think of a topic that God has been dealing with me with, like personally over the past month. And that topic is forgiveness. That topic is being able to make mistakes and understanding that those mistakes are not you. They don't identify. They are not your identity. That when Jesus Christ came and died for us, he literally was able to separate, hey, Melba from her sin, Nibia from her sin. I love you, but it's the sin that I'm dying for. It's your sin that I'm getting rid of. It's your sin that I'm giving an opportunity to be redeemed for. So I am so moved. And going back to the scripture that my husband shared, Romans 5 and 8, says, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So if you don't remember anything else from communion today, I want you to remember that you will mess up. You will and you have sinned. I have messed up. <laughs> I will and I have sinned, but God has already paid that price. <laughs> he has already covered it. Your bill is paid in full. <laughs> all you have to do is just confess and know that he is your Lord and Savior and it's already done. So today, while you're taking communion, I want you to think about the forgiveness of sin and how Christ has forgiven you of all your sins. And how we are commissioned to pay it forward and we too should forgive. We too have to let go. So I thank my husband for coming up here and just helping us remember the different types of love and the agape love that God has showed us. But I also want you to focus also on forgiveness and the forgiveness that God has given all of us in this day. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nivea. And Brian, just go ahead and copy and paste Micah's prayer here. No. <laughs> no, okay. All right, let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Lord, we would never understand exactly what you did for us that day. And I am so happy and we are so happy that you gave us the opportunity for redemption, forgiveness, and the ability to be able to love, love ourselves, love our family, love our friends, and even you ask us to even love our enemies for Jesus. Love the people who have wronged you. I pray that we have an open mind, open heart to say, Lord, I forgive this person or I forgive myself. and I'm going to imitate you, Lord, because you are the way. You are the key. You are everything for us. And you were nailed to that cross, spit on, beaten, for our transgressions, our sin, and we are still sinners, Lord, and you still redeem us each and every day, every second, every moment. God, I just God, just just thank you for everyone here today and praying for everyone's health, Lord. Pray that again, just lighten someone's heart, Lord. So we love and thank you for everything. Thank you. So, I was thinking deeply about contribution as well um, over the past couple of days, and I just thought about, hey, what what is the one of the more important things when we're giving our offering or contribution? Um, I did some digging in First Corinthians thirteen three, and it says, "If I give all I possess to the poor, and give over my body to hardship." That I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And then to further elaborate that, I was digging in Ephesians. Ephesians. Is it? Sorry. Here we go. Ephesians two. Verses eight and nine. It says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So I think what I was trying to get to in my heart, and I pray to touch your hearts, is that we need to examine our motivations for giving or even doing anything for others, for ourselves. Let's not have selfish motivations. Let's not have conditions. Let's be like God and use this example of the ultimate love during contribution. Let that be our driving force for giving. All right. All right. Say a prayer. Dear Lord, just thank you for us just to be able to have offering, but nothing to ever match what you did. I pray that our, our hearts are in our giving, regardless if we have two cents, we just have our working legs to give to somebody, to work, whether it's to, we have a lot to and to give and we give, Lord. I just pray for our hearts, praying for our motivations, praying that we're open, loving, and actually loving, and not for any desires, but to give and to see it through, Lord. So let us be more than about words, but about actions and true faith and love. We love and
1: thank you. Amen.